hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Right. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. Uh, I am going to talk about some pretty challenging topics. So definitely want your feedback on this. I'd like to know what your your thoughts are. Uh, I want to today address why peace doesn't work at the macro level. It's not that it can't. It's not that it's impossible. But I I can explain to you why it doesn't. So let's talk about the macro level real quick. We're talking about big picture view, okay? For those of you who are not familiar, you got the micro, the miniature, the small, right? Now, in social science, we, we talk about psychology, sociology, culture, right? It goes in that order, psychology, because psychology, if you put enough people, individuals together, you have a social grouping, right? You have these things that decipher between um, you know, often terms, uh, oftentimes the term would be to discriminate between discriminate, not as in discrimination, like you oftentimes you hear out there, but discriminate is to, to decipher between. Okay. So then if you scale it up from there, you got the culture. Now the cultural perspective is really not that difficult to understand. It's made up of the small micro stuff, the psychological, the individual, the social, the groupings, and how those groupings play out. And then you have the culture that's created from the groupings. So it goes in that order. Now that's the overview. uh, But I want to tell you, this is all stemming from what I'm watching in Gaza. So there, there is a reasonable argument that Gaza's natural resources are controlled by not Gaza. Well, that's true everywhere in the world, folks. Everywhere. I think about in my own backyard, the Columbia River in the United States flows from Canada. If there was not an agreement between the United States and Canada to protect that single natural resource, then Honestly, Canada could, and even with the agreement in place, Canada really truly could absolutely change the natural uh, resource that is the Columbia River. And it would change everything that is below Canada, right? The United States. Why? Because the Columbia River flows all the way to the ocean. The Columbia Gorge is bordering Washington and Idaho. That resource makes its way from Canada down through like Montana into uh, parts of, I believe, Idaho, Oregon, and Washington, and it splits between. What would happen if Canada just one day decided, I'm going to shut that off? That would be a huge, huge challenge for the United States. Would it be war worthy? I don't know. We have other water resources, but every single location is impacted by the natural resources of the communities around them. 
Matter of fact, it's the same reason we're dealing with the whole Ukraine-Russia thing. If you look at it, it goes back to the natural resources. So I told you, you this is a therapeutic podcast. So giving you a little bit of background there was just to paint the picture of why it is so difficult to create peace. There is a guy named Kohlberg. Uh, I'm going to actually see if I can get this up on the screen for you here. Just a second. For those of you who are following on Rumble, YouTube, uh, you, you'll be able to see this here in a moment. Um, I am sharing it right now. Uh, Coral, uh, Kohlberg is, he is the, uh, the, 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 basically the father of moral development, if you look at it. And so what, what I wanted to do was just to pull this up and let you take a look. There's three essentially, well, originally, okay, so I studied Kohlberg when Kohlberg was four stages of moral development. You've got power, you've got deals, mutuality, and and then, you know, principle, essentially. The, it has morphed over time into this individualistic, this pre-conventional level, this conventional level, and this post-conventional level. Now, here's the problem when we look at moral development and you overlay it with what we're talking about at the, at the, uh, the macro level. You see at the bottom, the pre-conventional. You're talking about self-interest and avoiding punishment. As soon as anybody, any single group of people, any single individual goes into that selfish initial stage of development. It becomes a battle of preservation. It takes one person or one group of people to ruin the principle-centered, social contract-oriented mindset that is post-conventional. So essentially what we have is a whole bunch of people being selfish, acting like, as as Kohlberg would suggest, minus 13-year-olds. So you're talking like 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. They're young, immature people who cannot understand contemplate and process at the global level. And the unfortunate reality is it takes one, one. Now, can't you, 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 you might suggest, well, can't the other groups just silence the one stupid guy or girl or group? You could. Unfortunately, when it comes to silencing, you trigger an entirely different mechanism of psychological navigation. The fight, flight, freeze. Because to not be heard means to die. That's what it means in, 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 a, in a cultural, in a social picture. If a group cannot be heard, then they then their tribe is inevitably going to go down the path of extinction. That's the draw that we have from that. So what do we do? What do we do about this? You know, we talked about natural resources. We talked about how those natural resources are going to be decision makers. 
what one just acknowledge the freaking reality of it acknowledge what is reality gaza's natural resources come from outside of gaza so gaza needs to get along does that mean that they have to conform to everything and every whim of every group around them no no they don't but every time they choose not to they are taking the risk of losing a natural resource water electricity you know important things food so the most conforming group is the one who should who is at the greatest risk is that right well we could argue that that maybe maybe it's not right that just because they're a small group doesn't mean that they shouldn't have a say i i i agree there should be a voice unfortunately what has occurred is gaza has decided to fight for its resources and let's let's talk about the single greatest resource there is on the planet people so what gaza has unfortunately decided in this situation is to use the greatest resource the people to fight for its natural resources which means sacrificing people you see it doesn't take a, a rocket scientist because i'm not a rocket scientist i'm a social scientist to figure out this problem we now have the pawn being the people in order to navigate the world of getting natural resources Unfortunately, they're trying to use people to gain more power of people. So what do we do in a situation like this? Number one, don't lose your humanity, people. We can't lose the humanity. Kohlberg's theory of moral development. We're talking about theory, right? And I want to teach you how to apply the theory. Number one, is you got to hold on to the theory because without the theory, the application is reckless. Reckless. That's called terrorism. It's reckless. That the theory behind it is what holds it all together. We have to use the theory, understand the maturity. And I'm not talking on a macro level. I'm not talking about the psychological maturity of the individuals, because if I'm being really honest with you, the individuals are being manipulated. Because to be honest, more people are psychologically immature than mature. I hate saying that out loud because I wish it weren't so, but I see it all the time in my office. On a daily basis, I see this. And if the psychological immaturity isn't there, then the social immaturity, as I was, the psychological immaturity is present, then the social immaturity will also be present and the cultural immaturity will also be present. So we have to educate folks. We got to teach people how to be psychologically mature.
how to do research, critically think for themselves and for their people. Because if they can't expand from the individual out, then the culture is at the whims of a, of a small minority at the top. We introduced people like, I don't know, Hitler, Stalin, who understood how to manipulate 80% of the people. And if we can increase the number that cannot be manipulated by stupidity, in other words, your agenda, if we can increase that to a 50-50 even, just a 50-50, then the mass can go in a healthier direction. Why? Because there's more people informed. So today I give you the theory, Kohlberg's theory of moral development, right? The pre-conventional, conventional, post-conventional. It's just about maturing. But these things apply on the social and the cultural level as well. And as soon as you introduce a risk of natural resources, you end up with a fight flight, freeze, response, which is self-interest and avoiding punishment. What do you think is happening in the Middle East right now? Selfishness. It's very easy to go there when our life is at risk. So I said initially, why peace doesn't really work very well at the macro level, at the big stage. I know I highlighted this, but here's the problem. It takes one group. It takes one individual to mess it all up. We're never going to get 100%, but we have to find ways to get as many as possible to influence the mass in the healthiest way possible. It's the only chance we have at the macro level. But it all starts at the individual. You, me, your neighbor have to be informed. We have to understand how much natural resources play into it. If you are at risk of not eating, of not sleeping, of not drinking clean water, breathing clean air. It's natural to go towards selfishness. And we have to fight that urge because it is what destroys the opportunity to work together, teamwork. I hope this was helpful. I hope this explains some things for those you followed along on Rumble and YouTube. I hope the picture was helpful. Please like, subscribe, share, do all of those things. I appreciate you joining us. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot, so we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms, but you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com, or you can check out our website at healthy, 
www.dashperspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy-perspectives.com, you'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much. <laughs>